Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Howdy folks, this episode of Dungeons and Randomness is brought to you by Dice NV. With the holidays coming up, you might be looking for presents. Or maybe you just want to get yourself something nice for the season. So why not a new set of dice? Dice Envy doesn't just have the monthly boxes, but also individual gorgeous sets of dice. My favorite, the Alliance Blue, is a breathtaking set of blue and gold metal dice, which are currently on sale at the time of recording this. So I highly suggest those, and they did not tell me to point that out. I went to their site, picked my favorite set of dice, and they just happened to be on sale. So head on over to DiceEnvy.com, get your friends or yourself some awesome dice, make sure to let them know we sent you, and enjoy this episode! Let's do that thing where we go around the table to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Val. Hello, I am Valerie, and I play Elena, the human fighter. And Jamie. Hi there, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana, the human rogue. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon, the halfling bard. And Ian. Hey, I'm Ian, and I play your muddy buddy who's no fuddy daddy, Calden Halek. Yes. <laughs> Why it. you always gotta show us up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a show up, but it is on the recording, so you're welcome. <laughs> and Karen. Hi, I'm Karen. I play Callie Elvin Druid. Well, you've all been briefed on your situation. Anybody who remembers what happens at the end of the last episode knows that you are in what appears to be an empty city. Before we get started today, I would like... Let's see... Elena. Uh-oh. Give me a flat D20, please. A flat D20? A flat D20. Okay. <laughs> That's a nine for everybody out there at home. Thank you. We're going to pocket that for just a little bit. There's only nine people left alive. <laughs> Out of a possible 20. <laughs> so, standing inside this city, what's the general feeling kind of washing over the group? Because we, we kind of made some jokes at the end of the last session and everything. It was, it was more meta than anything. But what would everybody be thinking and feeling? Because this is highly irregular. When you come to a big city like this, it's normally... You can hear the noise from... from far away uh, it's it's the, the the rain would usually dampen that but th there's nothing going on here what would everybody goopy. be thinking goopy calden's goopy covered in mud got kicked by that horse oh, oh i forgot about that all covered in mud 
Does it look like town was set up at one point? Like, you know how sometimes markets will bring out their little carts and then at the end of the day they'll bring them back? Are those things set up or at all? Um, it doesn't look like it from here, though you're you're kind of far away from, like, the, the town center, like the town square. But uh, it doesn't look like there's any, you know, little fruit stands or vendors or anything like that set up. Okay. Isn't it, like, oh, nighttime? Oh. Yeah, it's middle of the day. Oh, it's just like dark and gray, or it's like raining. Yeah. I've got a question. Does it look, does the town look abandoned, or does the town look like everyone's gone to rapture? You know right, what I mean? like, that's kind of what I was asking. Yeah, I think, yeah, okay, yeah. Parts of it look abandoned, where uh, you could tell that people um, people just left their homes or or something like that door will be open something like that you'll hear it kind of swinging in the breeze and then there are some some houses and and buildings and and shops that just look pristine like they're fine there's just no lights on there's nothing there's nothing uh populating them uh brandon's gonna look around and he's gonna look specifically if there's like a town uh, like a town hall or like a keep i guess because i don't think i've ever been to uh donhurst to this yeah, donhurst i've never been here yeah, basically you'd be heading uh, you'd be heading north. And where was there's, the smoke coming from? Yeah, there's like this inky smoke. Yeah, on the that, horizon. That, yeah, it's kind of kind of on the horizon. It looks like it might be outside the city, to be honest. Like it's pretty far away. Huh? What the fuck? This is so spoopy. Spoopy. That's the feeling. <laughs> that's in the episode. Spoopy. <laughs> I, could, I mean, I guess we walk into town proper, right? Like we're not just gonna stand here. Yeah. As we're though, yeah. Yeah, Calden will uh, tie up the horses in a place, like, out of the rain, or, like, if there's, like, someplace covered, you know, like, get them out of the out of the rain, whatever, and then follow the group. Alina oh. wants to, like, walk around with her sword out, just in case. Good call. Very good call. Makes sense. Yeah, because we did find that note that said, like, something was happening, but it didn't say mm-hmm. what. Oh, right, 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 right. What, what was on that? Do you remember, Karen? Um, it just said that there was something going on, and that was, like, four days ago. Four days ago, okay. Yeah. Couple of bits of uh, information here. One, this rain is going to let up a little bit to a light, light drizzle. So that's some good news. And you're going to hear a knock coming from behind you at the front gate. <laughs> uh, Brandon's gonna look at the group. Do we answer? Is there a peephole? <laughs> <laughs> There's a little, um, uh, like a little sliding door type thing. Look through it, Karen. Look through it. All right, Callie is gonna go over, and she's gonna like just like, like uh, is like slide or does like fold down? Um, slide. So she's Think gonna like slide, a nightclub. Like open just like a little bit. <laughs> Not like full Wizard of Oz, like. <laughs> Jameson, you are up. So you'd see somebody standing there who would be covered head to toe in armor, a big helmet, a lot of chainmail armor, and some plates in places. Big, probably about six and a half feet tall. He's wearing a, a tabard and a couple holy symbols of uh, Arathis. And uh, he's just kind of standing there, waiting for the door, kind of looking around. You said he had a helmet on? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
but nothing like I don't want to be meta, but like nothing that has like fang symbolism on you at all. That's what she would be looking for no. first. Like, are you like, dressed like a bad guy? <laughs> are you dressed like a bad guy? Yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, like they weren't that far away. That's true. That's true. He did say a rathus. You said a rathus, though. Right? Yeah, any symbolism. He. Yeah, like three or four places he's, he's got that. It's like a half gear symbol, I think. He's, he's wearing like a blue and white tabard. He's got a blue and white pattern on his shield. Okay. Uh, I think Callie would just be like, hi. You <laughs> kind of so jump back like... a little bit. Oh, uh, hello. You're not you're not a guard. Callie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> She'll like turn back. Yes, Calvin. Hello? There's somebody out here. He has a lot of armor on him, but I don't think he look. He doesn't look like a Donhurst guard. Oh. Brandon's gonna look around Paladin, maybe right? Like they got a lot of armor. He looks at a. Uh, he looks at Elena. Do a lot of fighters wear tons of armor? I don't know. I've only met like you and like maybe one other one. Do what fighters? Falada. I just heard Falada. Do other armors wear armor? <laughs> He's gonna look really frustrated, like you know, chainmail stuff like that. Or did he just prefer to dress like you, like Ooh. maybe a couple pieces? Ask him his name and what his business is here. Uh, so she'll, so Callie will turn back and she'll ask him, uh, or them, because she'll just say, "Do you live here? Do you live in Donhurst?" Yes. What's your name? Yes, yeah, so he takes a he takes a minute and kind of steps back and looks at the guard towers and then kind of looks around and then looks back at the opening and says, "I'm Larg." Hi, I'm I'm Callie. I'm gonna be honest with you. We just got here. I I have some friends, but um, there aren't any guards around here, so I didn't know if you lived here and could tell us what's going on. What do you mean there's no guards? Did they, where did they go? Oh, I don't know. I just, we just got here and um, we had to climb the fence. Climb up at the fence. But there's always guards. Yeah, that's the problem. There aren't any. Can I come in? Oh, yeah! Uh, yeah, she's gonna open the door for you. <laughs> Still, like, talking through, like, the smallest sliver of the thing. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> so she'll open the door for her. Lark. And he'll, he'll kind of duck in through the door and then look at the others. Kind of look back at her. Thank you. Yeah, so as you can see, um, there are no guards. She's going to gesture around. When did you get here? What's going on? Like five, ten minutes ago. We just got in. Been traveling a long time, you know. Make sure to get that door barred back up. What was your name? Larg, you said? Yeah, Larg. Help us with this. Help us barring this door. There's people coming here and we don't want them in. Are they the guards? 
<laughs> Calden will like look at everyone and be like, no. <laughs> Braylon's gonna have the Jackie Chan meme face. Like, what? The heads above his head, like heads near his brain. Like, what? <laughs> well, I don't know. They, you said they weren't here, and there's people coming. It might have been them. And then he'll just turn around and put the bar back on the door. Himself, it's yeah. like, oh. oh yeah, I think Brown would be really impressed. Like, oh, oh, whoops, shit. You know what? Do me a favor, Lark. Give me a strength check. This would be interesting. I want to see something. Your first roll. First roll. Oh, yeah. Yay! Uh, yeah. Um, so I don't think it would be too insanely difficult for Lark to pick this up. <laughs> Yeah, so he just he just rebars the door without thinking much of it, and he turns around. And he's like, "So, is it just the guards, or where is everybody else?" Uh, we don't know. Like Kali said, we just got here. You said you're from here, right? Just, and he'll kind of stand there for a second, and. I mean, he's got he's got a helmet on, so you can't see any facial expression. He just kind of stands really still for a minute, and then he starts walking forward. He says, "Excuse me, I I need to check something." And uh, he's going to walk, start walking uh, very quickly toward the temple of Arathis. Uh, where where are you going? I want to see. I need to see if they're there. I mean, I'll follow him. Yeah, everyone's gonna look look back to the group mm-hmm. and like, kind of do that sideways shuffle. Like, uh, are we are we are we going with them or what? Yeah, yeah. I think as we follow them, like if we pass any buildings or or shops or anything, Tatiana's just gonna open the door and peek in to see if there's any sign of of people at all. So she's just gonna like almost like you see in movies where they're looking at each bathroom stall, sort of do that with each door. Okay, here's something I'd like. Do me a favor and give me uh, give me perception with advantage. Okay. Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sights and sounds and, and and such that's that's gonna hit you guys as you walk through here because walking through a large city that's that's empty like this is surprisingly eerie. There's a few reasons. One, obviously, you're used to, you know, seeing tons of people. Sometimes cities are so loud that you you have a hard time collecting your own thoughts or hearing the conversation that's happening right next to you. But this is empty. You're going to hear shutters and doors every once in a while creak in the wind. Uh, There's this gentle breeze. Uh, now that the rain has died down a little bit, it's not as uh, it's not as stormy outside. It's still gray, still drizzling, but not as bad. Now that that's let up, you can hear exactly how 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 empty the city is right now. On top of that, these shops, a lot of these doors aren't even locked. Every once in a while, you'll you'll go to grab a door and it's it's locked. And uh, I'm not exactly sure how you'd like to proceed from there, but the ones that are unlocked, if you pop your head in. Uh, there's going to be a shop coming up called the Crafty Compass. That door is definitely locked. Interesting. Um, so are you telling a rogue that there's an unattended <laughs> shop in the city? I, I, I guess I am. Well, I mean, 
I'll take a crack at opening this door. You know what I want you to do? Mm-hmm. Give me dex check. Dex check? Can I use my thieves tools? Well, of course you can. Yay! <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Damn. It's just a hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just break the knob off. Yeah. <laughs> My thieves tools. <laughs> wait, wait. How's there? How's there a skill called thieves tools? Where's that at? I think it's because I'm a. It's only on ropes. Yeah, it's on the. It's a. It's an extension on the table. It does everything for you. It's a little, little. Yeah. Oh my god. Impressive. Anyway, sorry. Times proficiency. That. That is uh, gonna wildly succeed. This is, so much so that it's like okay, walk up to the door, boop boop boop, and I'm in. Like very <laughs> deftly, quickly. And anyone paying attention to that would be like, wow, okay, I'm gonna have to hide my possessions maybe because Jesus. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon takes note. Takes note and is like, I gotta get a chain wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Walking into this shop you're going to see that a lot of the items have been stripped from the shelves. It looks like either someone packed up in a hurry, or this place was looted. But that doesn't fit in with the door being locked. Hmm. Interesting. But that does prove one thing. Hmm. It proves that whatever happened here, it didn't happen so suddenly that people didn't have a chance to get goods out of the city. Right. So this it's been completely looted, is what you're telling me. Not completely, but uh, many of the items have been taken off the shelves. There are some rations, There's there are a couple of items of note. Is, uh, is Tatiana doing this in the open, brazenly, as they're just walking? Or is she like trying to be sneaky about it? I mean, there's nobody around, so I don't think she would try to be sneaky. Okay, Brennan would, would walk like follow her in but not go in he would like step by the by the door and like whisper what are you doing and she'll uh quickly look back over him and she'll say I'm investigating oh okay yeah yeah let me help you and he gives her like a wink <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and he'll help whatever like if she's like rummaging in one side he'll go through the opposite side he doesn't want to get in the way of her looting or Hers, her, her pile. He doesn't want to get in the way of her stuff. Could, uh... I'll, I'll tell you what. Give me... I want one more roll from, from Tatiana. Okay. Give me an investigation roll with advantage. Because you got you got Braylon helping you out. Oh, what? thanks, Braylon. Got it. Hey! Ooh, you nice. dropped the two. <laughs> that was... Nice. <laughs> Behind the counter, there's gonna be... Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hidden by a blanket. But if you pull it down, there's going to be this mannequin. Hmm. This mannequin is sporting a gorgeous set of leather armor. We're talking beautiful. Like, this set would probably sell uh, as is. It would probably sell for quite a lot. But there's something about it that's extra interesting. The bits and pieces of it that aren't leather that are binding everything uh, have a have a sheen to them. This 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 shiny quality it kind of draws the eye, and it appears as though this eye that this this particular item might be magically enhanced somehow. Hmm. I think <laughs> is it human sized? 
this would this would be able to fit a human. Yeah. I think she would probably hold up the mannequin and be like, "Hey, Braylon, check this out." He's gonna turn and look at it. Whoa! He's gonna like drop. He probably has something like junk in his hand. He's gonna drop it. <laughs> like it breaks on the ground, whatever it is. <laughs> and he walks over. Oh, that's nice. I used to have a nice set like that. Mine was dragon scale, of course. But yeah, this one looks pretty cool. It does look pretty cool, but I mean, it was left behind, so it's probably garbage, right? Yeah, they didn't want it. I think it's free, probably. Like, you know, no one's gonna come back for this. Obviously, the door is locked, so they, you know, it's it's whoever gets in deserves it. That's what I would think. <laughs> and I think slowly she's gonna start to sort of unfasten this from the mannequin. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. They're they're probably actually looking to get rid of this. I would think. I mean, they just left it behind. And, yeah, you said you found it behind the counter, or how did where you find it? Yeah, it was behind the counter. Was it like, was it advertised, or uh, what, was, what was going on? Like, how did you see it? And she'll sort of look around the room. Well, I don't see any signs anywhere, so I don't really think it's for sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably just throw away. You're right. Yeah, you know, we should do him a favor. I, th- I think I- I'm gonna get rid of this for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's a, that's a good move. You're a good person. Thanks, Braylon. I appreciate. I appreciate it. He's gonna just give you finger guns, <laughs> and uh, she'll unfasten the rest of the armor from the mannequin. Do you know what you have in your possession right now? I don't. You have a set of uh, plus one leather armor. Ew. A set like this. If you were to walk into a shop and say, "I would like one of these, please." could cost you, depending on the town, anywhere between uh, 1,200 and 1,700 gold pieces. Oh my god, okay. I mean, she's gonna put it on, so... Okay! <laughs> Rylan turns around, whoops. Doesn't look. <laughs> I'm sure there's a changing room somewhere. So let's get you outfitted with your new armor. Ah, uh, cool beans. What a surprise! Braylon, this fits perfect! Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm sure it does. He's like, damn, she's <laughs> He's thinking like I picked the wrong I picked the wrong pile. <laughs> I picked the wrong part of the store. Hey Calden, could you do me a favor? Sure. Could you give me an Arcana check, please? Oh yes. Woohoo! Very nice. While you guys are in the shop doing your thing, Calden's gonna get this uh this strange feeling overcoming him. It, it kind of a dark, foreboding feeling, and it's definitely tied to magic. There is something... some sort of magical event that occurred here that was big time. Like, huge time. In the uh, town or in the shop? In the city itself. It, it doesn't feel like it's in the shop. It, it feels like it might be uh, maybe a little closer to town square somewhere in there, but you're definitely feeling it. This is like a wave that's gonna wash over you. Like a whole... Ooh, okay. Like a feeling of dread. Essentially, yeah. Definitely some spider senses tingling action. Can I ask everybody else what they're doing while this would be going on in the shop? Is Lark still marching? Yeah, he's he's pretty much beelining it. Very interesting. Okay. Was the... Callie, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to... I think Callie would just be, like, still following him because she wants to see, like, where he's going. Yeah, and, like, if Elena looked back and, you know, saw Tatiana and Braylon, is that who it was? Or yes. Calden? 
No, it was me. Braylon. It was me, right? Braylon, okay. Um, if he, if she saw that, like, they were together, then she'd probably, like, look back and be like, okay, we're still in pairs, and keep going, keep following Larg. Okay, so we have split the group in half, just to make sure we understand. Whoops! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a question. I have a question that will... Uh, uh, is the... Uh, just a clarifying question. Is the Temple of Arathis the temple that... Ripley was talking about? That is the large temple in Donhurst, yeah. Okay, okay. Then I think Calden would be going would be following Larg. Okay. Uh, and uh and and Callie and, and Elena. Okay, let's do that. Let's catch up feeling with... this feeling of dread. Mm. Yeah, because I, I imagine it's gonna take a while to to take off the other leather armor and put it on. You guys are exploring the shop. Probably probably gonna get a lost in the moment. It's like holy shit, free stuff, that that type of thing. So let's let's like let's leave the those two to their own devices here. It's not, and... it's not free stuff, okay? They're throwing it away. Exactly. It's garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. They don't want it. <laughs> You're just recycling. Mm-hmm. When we did that Arcana roll, I thought it was going to be because it's cursed or something. Oh, me too, me too. I thought it was like an alarm. I thought it was like an arcane alarm, and this is going to be like living armor showing up, like, halt, do not move. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you have 20 seconds to comply. <laughs> My whole pass is right here. <laughs> Eventually, you guys are going to get to the Temple of Arathis, and its front doors are wide open. What would you like to do? So as they were getting closer, and it was more and more clear that there was nobody around, Larg would have basically gone from walking to walking fast to kind of jogging to basically as much as you can sprint in full armor. So he'll go straight straight in through the doors and then start calling out for people, you know. Um, specifically, he's calling uh, he's calling for uh, Ellen, a woman named Ellen. So Larg's voice is gonna just echo and reverberate inside this this temple. No one's going to answer back. And it doesn't appear as though anyone's done uh, anything too terribly recently uh, in the temple. Kind of a chill where the doors have been open and you can tell the, the breeze has just been uh, just been blowing in. The front of the, of the church is a bit flooded because the rain has just been just been pouring in. It doesn't look like anybody's been here in a while. But you will see... Uh, do me a favor, actually. Give me a give me a perception check. Hmm. So there's this roped off area. There there was this display case that clearly had something in it, but it's it's gone now. Um, and uh, anybody who's from Donhurst knows that that's where they displayed the the Bell of Vecna. That was a pretty big. Uh, tourist trap kind of thing. It's like, oh, look at this ancient relic. Come see it. It's it's really cool. And, ooh, here's the legends say that it does this and that and it's kind of a kind of a. It's very much the focal point of the temple. The temple was almost a museum at this point. So Larg, having been at that temple for a while, I mean, he knows about the bell. He knows, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so he's going to go over to where where it was, and. Uh, is it is it smashed? Does it look like it's just been opened? It looks like it was opened. Okay. Yeah, and he's just kind of standing there, very still, just kind of staring at the container, at the case. What would everyone else be thinking? Uh, I think Calden will come up to him and just sort of, like, looking around, and if this is indeed, like, a display, like, some kind of, like, relic display, he'll come up and be... and 
uh, kind of like look at Larg and say, is this where they were keeping it? The bell? This is where the bell was, yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like anyone's here, and it doesn't seem doesn't seem like anyone took it or thefted it. This person you're looking for, do you think they might have it? Mm. His head is going to kind of straighten up a little bit, like as soon as he says that, as if he hadn't thought of that. And then he's going to start sort of marching off again toward... Um, He's going to head toward Ellen's chambers or her room or, or whatever it was where she lived. Lark? Lark? <laughs> Hang on, I'm doing something. <laughs> I think Calden will just quietly follow behind him. How about we catch up with uh, with Braylon and Tatiana? I think Braylon would look after she found, after Tatiana found that armor, he'd look around like, okay, I can't find armor. He kind of had the finger on his chin and he'd look, if there's a container of like maybe vials or bottles... Let me look around there. It looks like a lot of the uh, a lot of the smaller items, a lot of the the stuff you could grab and take with you has has been gotten to. Like a lot of like uh, the armor was probably there just because it was either you know people Garbage. didn't <laughs> people didn't find it or they they just it was too big to take in the moment maybe. So you're telling me the shelves are empty. So you're telling I, they're me. pretty damn empty. Think, uh, think Walking Dead, where they, they go raid the pharmacy, where there are a few. There's like some aspirin and some different stuff like that, but nothing, nothing huge, right? Nothing, nothing big ticket. Yeah, nothing, nothing big ticket. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, is there any rope? Extra rope around? Yeah. Or this is not a general store or something like. Um, no, the- there's regular stuff. Like there's some rations and rope and things like that. And okay, yeah. I think Raylan would, he would take the rope. He'd be like, "Well, you know, I have been doing a lot of this, using a lot of this, so he's going to take extra rope." And then if there's any caltrops, he'll try to find some of those too. Ooh, let's see. Mm, nope, I'm going to say Damn. no. Cursed his rope. Right, his dream of being a ninja is over. Oh, all right. I was like, "Then we're done. Everything here is garbage." He just like walks out. Do me a favor. Give me a perception check, Braylon. Oh boy, here comes a cursed armor alarm. In the distance, you're going to see someone pacing, pacing around. It almost looks um, it almost looks frantic, like they're searching for something, like they're 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 looking for something. Um, it's pretty far down the road. How far from? So I'm assuming because I'm stepping out the door, right? Yeah. So I'm going to immediately, as I'm like, he's like <laughs> walking out the door. He's going to like reverse. No, 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 and then like peek as far as I can uh, like without revealing myself fully past the door side mm-hmm. and I'm gonna whisper Tatiana and Tatiana is like feeling herself right now like she's looking down at this armor and she's just like man I am hot shit and she's gonna be like oh oh hi Braylon I forgot you were there what's up he's gonna go shh come here come here come here he's gonna tell her to come by the door but be quiet what? And she'll sort of like creep up behind him because she's taller than him and she'll peek over his head. So what you're going to see is uh, this appears to be probably uh, 30, 40 yards away, something like that. And this person is not facing your direction. They're facing the opposite way and they're 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 moving back and forth and, and around this pile of what looks to be furniture. Uh, it looks like maybe someone started a fire at some point. And and this thing is the the, the the whatever it is, if it's human or or whatever, it looks humanoid at least from here. 
mm. is pacing back and forth like frantically, like they're they're distraught. Can we tell if they have a weapon? It doesn't look like they're carrying anything. Okay. Uh, Tatiana will whisper down to Braylon, should we go see what's going on? Braylon is shaking his head like, I, I don't know. I mean, people people here, we, that's the first person we've seen besides the you know, big head over there. He's going to point back towards where the temple is. But what do you think? I mean, we could get some answers. Yeah, yeah. You should go mm-hmm. first, though. Well, yeah, obviously I'm fucking invincible now. And she's yep. going to step outside. <laughs> yeah, he's going to agree. He's going to shake his head. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> well, moving, moving a bit closer, it looks like this individual is wearing armor. Let me ask you a question. What exactly are you going to do here? What's the sequence of events? I mean, I think if if Tatiana and Braylon decided that they were going to go approach this person, Tatiana would probably step out. This might be dumb. She would probably step out into the middle of the road and like raise her hand and yell out, Hi, friend. And the person's not going to turn around. Uh, or anything like that, but continue, going to continue to pace around this area, uh, kind of raising its arms frantically. Its arms? Jason? Well, that's the thing. When you get to a certain point, it is going to stop dead and snap its head back toward Tatiana. Tatiana's going to get a really good look at this thing for the first time, and what appeared to be armor from far away is actually the strange plating that's covering it. And it looks like bone. It doesn't appear to have any eyes. Um. <laughs> so Tatia's going to ruin her new armor by pissing her pants. And then I think once she realizes that this isn't a human, she's probably going to do one of those like quick back up like, oh shit, and she'll run back into the store. This thing is going to unhinge its jaw and let loose this scream. It's uh, ear-splitting and somehow bassy all at the same time. And it's going to start to run, and you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it behind you. Big, thumping bass. Just like... It sounds faster than it should be. Do me a favor. Give me an athletics check. Oh, but why? Okay. If I do cartwheels back to the store, can I do acrobatics? (laughs) (laughs) You You might get your chance if you get close enough to the store. Okay. Well, here we go. Oh, wonderful. That didn't show up on the table. It didn't show up, but do you want me to tell you what it was because I'm an honest person? Yes. It was a one. (gasps) (laughs) (sighs) I I appreciate you, Jane. (laughs) Good. She pees. She pees everywhere. She pees (laughs) everywhere. But wait, does the other party hear the scream? Because we can switch back to them if you want. Not quite yet. Let's let's finish this up. Let's not let's not run away from this thing quite yet. So Tatiana's gonna take a spill right right into this mud puddle, just just wipe out. And I'd say Braylon's gonna see this. And this thing is going to barrel, just barrel toward Tatiana. 
Brandon's gonna jump out of the shop and under his breath say, holy shit. And I'm gonna... Can I reach her from where I am or no? Before the monster does. Uh, I would say, with a one, uh, I'm gonna say she's kind of far away. Okay. Then so, can, if I you'd like, move. you could try an athletics check to see how quick you would be. Let's do it. Damn, I'm so bad at athletics, though. Me too. Oh! Yeah. That's a 19! Are you kidding me? That's amazing! Plus zero, though. So I'm going to say, before, just just the fact that you see this thing taking off in the first place and Tatiana's running, before she even trips, you're out the door, just like, just the instinct takes over. You are, you are on it. And you're going to reach Tatiana and help her up. Mm. Also, as I grab her and pick her up, I'm going to say, if it gets me, keep running. And I'm going to cast invisibility on her. No! Ooh. So let's let's take a look at invisibility here. What are we what are we talking? It's one action time. Uh huh. Lasts an hour, but I have to concentrate while I have it on. And the creature I touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything they're wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it's on their person. The spell ends after the target attacks or casts a spell. Interesting. Let me let me see something. Oh, okay. You're gonna have a nice little head start here because. What's going to happen is this thing is momentarily going to stop. It's going to stop right at the puddle where where Tatiana fell down. And it's going to tilt its head. And then it's going to take off running again toward Braylon. Good, good. Is so Braylon so going to run? Absolutely, 110%. Do me a favor, give me an athletics check. Oh, now I'm going to fall, though. Whoa, or not. The hell you are. That's a 20, everybody at home. I'd say the two of you are going to race down the street. Get Just just run back to the shop. Are you shutting the door behind you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're slamming that thing shut. All right. This thing is going to continue to sprint, and it is not breaking stride. It is running directly toward that door. Tatiana's up against the door. That's what I was going to say. You guys have a choice. You can try to hold the door uh, hold the door shut or make a break for it. Now, getting a good look at this thing, it is, it's, it's, it's humanoid, but bulky and clearly not human. Um, it's walking on, on two legs, but it is, it is thick and faster than you than you probably than it probably should be sounds like robocop almost while it's running i mean i don't think tatiana would know but is there any role that maybe braylon if he would know could make to figure out what this thing is yeah i don't i mean i do i guess i would know a lot of songs and stories would i know of a story or anything that reminds me of this thing you can give me a history check but it'd be high god damn it again i'm getting all the ones that don't have any stars (laughs) Oh, God. That's not bad. 16's not bad. There are things in the dark that people tell stories about. We're talking deep underground. We're talking drow life here. From the glimpses that that Braylon's been able to catch at this thing, this might be a clacor. These things essentially are, they're said to be part demon or part 
summoned by demons, something like that. Something, uh, foot soldiers, essentially. They are incredibly fast and strong. They can be hard to kill, but uh, they they have limitations. They can't see or hear anything. But they can feel you move. So is this like a T-Rex situation? Are we Jurassic Parking right now? Feels like it. Okay, so Braylon, as he's holding the door, he's, he would tell her, like, this thing can feel us move. That's the only part he would be able to, like, spit out, I guess, in time while they're bracing the door, because I'm assuming it's going to hit it, like, any second. Yep. Yeah, so that's the only thing he would spit out before he starts looking around the room looking for, like, a, a desk or a shelf, or, like, a bookshelf or, like, a, a, a store shelf that can be moved. Well, let's see. Let's see if you can handle the initial blow first. So here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to be bracing this door, right? So it's going to have a certain amount of hit points, and it's going to be aided by you holding this door. Now, let's 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 see how much how much damage this thing would do just by hitting it. So you holding this door back, this thing is going to just collide shoulder first into it. The door itself is going to creak, almost almost splinter. You can hear it just. Bang. But it's going to hold just enough. You guys get one chance to do something at this point. And whether that be take off, whether that be try to brace the door further, it's up to you. But it looks like it's backing up to take another swing at it. <laughs> so we see the door like splinter? Yeah, just like in the, in the, center, in the center of it, just kind of crack. Holy shit. Uh, Bran's gonna look at Tatiana, or he can't, because she's invisible. He's gonna look at the air where he knows Tatiana is. <laughs> he's gonna say, we can lure it in, and then we can try and kill it. Knowing that Braylon is the one that knows this thing, and Tatiana doesn't know anything about it, even though Jamie does not want to fight this thing alone, uh, she'll say, if that's what you think is best. Okay. Brandon's going to say, get ready, get, go somewhere, get not too far, but where you can see it with your weapon. And then he's going to back away from the door. And st- I'm assuming the counter pop, like the shop is not directly in front of the door, but like maybe a little off center from where the door is. So yeah, he'll walk in. The- right. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to, he's going to hop on the counter, pull out his rapier. Uh, and his eyes are going to glaze over, get ready to cast a spell when it comes in. I don't know. Can we still do readied actions in this amount of time? Hmm. I'd say this would be like a split second. Like, this is the difference between him hitting the door, backing up a few steps, and running into it again. Okay. Just enough time to hop on the counter? I'd say, yeah. I'm hopping on the counter. All right. Did Braylon say anything about it not being able to see, but it can see our movements at all? Yeah, I told you it can feel us. It can feel us moving. Okay, so Tatiana is going to back away from the door, too, and she's going to say, should we stay still? <laughs> I'll say yes, but then, like, he knows that the thing's gonna bust through the door. <laughs> but he's not, I'm not looking at her. I can't see her, but I know where she's, like, where her voice is coming from, but he's not even gonna look that. He's gonna look at the door. Like, my hand, his hand is, like, quivering with the, with the rapier. Okay, so Tatiana's gonna ready her weapon and try to stay as still as possible. Oh, boy. Let's move on to the other thing first. Can we get to please? One moment. This thing is going to barrel through the door. This door didn't have a chance on the second try. And it is going to slide into the shop. 
and stop dead in the middle of the place. Let's catch up with everyone else really quickly. Thank fucking God. Here's the thing. You guys are pretty far away. But what I would like is for everyone to make a perception check. And with a 14 or higher, you're going to hear this. Oh, good lord. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. But, like, that was, like, super loud, right? It, it was loud, but you're pretty far away. Good lord. Larg and Callie are going to pick this up. It it does not sound human. Definitely. Larg is definitely going to pick up exactly where it's coming from with a crit. That, that it's coming from back the way you came. Yeah, so Larg is basically, like, mid-march, further back into the temple. He hears this, um, it, like the shrieking howl, right? Mm-hmm. And he basically like spins 180 on his heel, grabs Calden by his by his robe, and like drags him behind and be like, "Gotta go right now." Yeah, I think Callie would like make a sharp turn back too, because like that's where we came from, and like we know that Tatiana and Braylon are still back that way. So yeah, he he basically instant like reaches for his weapon. He's got a big uh, warhammer tucked into his belt and. Uh, He's like, something bad. And he starts running. <laughs> Lark! 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 <laughs> <laughs> so time can be, can be a little funny here. So by the time you guys hear this noise and start running back, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to roll a D4. Who would like to do that in the, in the party that, that, that was in the temple. I think that's gotta be... Yeah, there we go, yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's pocket that three for just a moment. Braylon, Tatiana, do me a favor, roll initiative. Oh, damn. Land 2v1? We got this. Okay, if you say so. Oh, no, uh, never mind. We don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was instant. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. This thing seems like it could be fast. Oh, 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 oh. Well then. Psych. Kidding. Crit missed oh, on its initiative roll. There it is. I'm Clacor. Twinsies. Yeah, but you're faster than me, technically. Plus four. Oh, you're, you're faster. <laughs> if, if we were to draw guns, like in the middle of like a town on high noon, you'd get me first. High noon. <laughs> <laughs> so Tatiana. This thing's gonna burst into the into the shop. Just just huge loud bang. Door's gonna splinter everywhere. What's Tatiana's what what's she thinking? What's she feeling? Like what what's what's the game plan? That's a great question. I, as well as Tatiana, am terrified. First of all, does this thing see us? since we're being completely still. I I would say in the moment you wouldn't know yet. Oh, great. Uh, I honestly, I think she would delay. Can we do that in 5e? Uh, yeah. So this is, this is one of those things where it, it bursts in and you're just like, oh, please, Braylon, be right. Yeah. Braylon? I hope I'm right. Uh... <laughs> 
this thing, so okay, going over what I know about it, I know it can't see. It doesn't appear to have eyes. And it can't hear from the stories I've heard, right? Yeah. Well, then I'm fucked because everything I do to hurt it requires the thing to hear me. So Braylon's gonna like, as he's piecing it in his head, he's gonna be like, he's gonna say it out loud, but in his head, he's gonna think like, I'm, I'm screwed. And he's going to look around. Is there a piece of like junk on the counter that's near me? Like something close by, like foot near my feet or maybe a couple inches away, something like that? Let's see. Yes, actually, there'd be, there'd be, let's say an empty jar or something like that. Okay, empty jar. I'm going to try and pick it up as stealthily as possible and slowly to see, like, I also want to see its reactions as I'm reaching down to pick something up. Okay. Could you do me a favor, roll a stealth check, please? Ha! Damn. Whoops! <laughs> ah, damn. Okay. God damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna say, as you go to reach for it, because you're keeping you're keeping your eyes locked on this thing, right? So you're just you're you're kind of like out of the corner of your eye. You see that there's this empty jar, and you're you're reaching for it. It's like right in front of you, just bending down. I'm going to say your fingers accidentally bump the jar and it rolls off the counter. That's nice. (laughs) And smashes right in front of you. Okay. I'm going to throw a dagger at it and say, run or kill it. And then just throw the dagger. Okay. Oh, you need a map. Let's get you guys a map. Is Tatiana still invisible? Yeah. But he can't see anyway, so. Oh. Just w- if you guys get there in time, you won't be able to see me either. <laughs> oh no, it already got her. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck's Tatiana? <laughs> I'm terrified right now. Like, this is the first time I felt dread and fear. Even fighting those demons, I was like, nah, we got this. Right? I don't know what it is. But <laughs> really? I- yeah. Okay. When I got hooked the second time, no. When I got hooked the second time, I was like, okay, I'm going to die. It's okay. I want to make a monk anyways. But this time, <laughs> 5e, it's like, I don't have another guy in 5e. I like I like Braylon. And I'm going to get eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's like the size the of way, like a dog. It's the way Jason explained this creature that I can't say. It, I'm like literally shaking. It's horrifying. Yeah, it was standing on two legs. Oh. Dude. Let me explain to you what that three is. The three is the number of rounds it's going to take the rest of the party to get to you. I figured. I figured as much. I figured as much. We're booking so, it. We're booking it to you guys. So you threw a knife at it. Mm-hmm. Let's Let see if that it. hits. Let me target it. That is going to miss. What's going to happen? Well, you, you remember how I said it kind of has this bone plating all over its body? It is going to ricochet off of one of those bones. And you're going to see its entire body reflexively sort of hunch down like it's getting into a, this, this, like a rabid animal. This is going to be bad. Okay. Uh, I can't take any more actions. I can do a reaction, but I'm going to try and maybe hop behind the counter and get some distance. Okay. Uh, so I go one, two. I'll go here. And I don't have a I don't have a bow on my items. I don't think right. But I got one from the. That was like a, a rental. The one at the carnival cross- was like a rental. Huh? Don't you have a crossbow? No, I don't have one here. Oh. 
I think it was like the, it was like a rental, right? From the like that that game. Do, do you not have any ranged weapon? Only the dagger. Oh God. Yeah. Could have sworn I had one, but maybe I, maybe I was wrong. Crud. Okay, well, as my turn ends, I look around for a crossbow on the girl, like a hand crossbow or something. <laughs> like, I'm looking for, like, something that's arranged. Okay, like, you know God. what? Let's roll a saving throw, see if there is one. Alright. Nope. But again, oh, so unlucky. Yeah, okay, that's the end of my turn. Oh, man. Alright. This thing is going to lower its shoulder and sprint toward Braylon. It is going to shatter the bar in front of it. Just just rip right through it. Now, the good news is that is going to slow it down just a tiny bit. So when it gets to Braylon, and it will get to Braylon, it is going to perform a shoulder charge with disadvantage because it's going to it's going to make its approach really clumsy and really kind of uh, not very elegant. Oh, check this out. It's going to crit miss. Nice. Which means we get to roll on the fumble table. It misses because Braylon's so tiny it thought it was a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna really screw up its uh, its leg here, right? And it's gonna use half its movement speed for two rounds. And that will be its turn, Tatiana. So this thing closing in on Braylon. What's going to happen is, I, I imagine Braylon kind of like crouched down. This thing is going to shoulder charge through the bar and slam into the wall just above Braylon. Okay, I'm just reading this one ability thing that I have. So I do think Tatiana is going to move over towards this Clacor. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, you are. Clacor. And she's going to get up on the bar, which won't cost any extra movement because I have second story work mm-hmm. as an ability. And I think she's going to attack it. All right, let's do this. I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> And it's going to say, <laughs> That's better than the actual line from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to hit! Sweet. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, I mean... I don't want to hear that this thing can half slashing damage, Jason. Uh, well, good, because I'm not going to tell you that. <sighs> <laughs> Slipping in between these bone plates... Tatiana's going to plunge her dagger into it, um, and it's it's going to kind of tense up and reflexively kind of let out this noise like a, like that. Is there anything else? Sorry, it's a sword, not a dagger. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? No, there's nothing else that I can do. However, I, I don't think we've ever been in this situation, so are we flanking? Is that a thing we're flanking? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. This advantage. Sweet. Okay, absolutely. Cool. We have advantage. Nice. So you've proven you can hurt it. Braylon, your turn. I'm going to use the... What's the action? Evade? Is it the one to get out of there? No. It's the one to... Disengage. Disengage, thank you. I'm going to disengage. And I can move my full speed on disengage, but I just can't attack, right? 
Right. I don't get a, I don't get another action. That's sucks. Two thousand seventeen. <laughs> but it's half the movement, so I'm gonna disengage. What's my speed? Twenty five. Of course, I'm halfling. What am I talking about? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and I'm gonna hop on the table if you let me. Sure. Okay, I hop onto the table just to always get like I need to get a clear vantage point. As I get up there, I'm gonna quickly scan the room and look for my dagger. <laughs> You're gonna find it over uh, right over by the door. Wow, I missed big time. Okay, thank you. Clacor is going to turn around and just start swinging wildly uh, where Tatiana's space is. So at Tatiana, but it only knows it's like pain coming from here, like that type of thing. And it's got these. Um, it's got these weird bony protrusions all over its hands. So when it when it makes a fist, it's 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 kind of covered in this uh, these these sharp bony claws, kind of all up and down its 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 forearm. And, and... does it take disadvantage since I'm on the bar? <laughs> that, well, there's no bar there. It kind of yeah. smash through it, right? It kind of yeah, smash like, through I the bar, forgot. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Hey. Uh, so it's going to take two attacks. Uh, at Tatiana right now. Boop. Before you say anything, before you say anything, yeah. I'm going to expend a bardic inspiration to roll against it to subtract from its attack roll. Okay. First one. Yeah. Sorry, I only interrupted because it says that I can't hear you tell me if it succeeds, then I can't use it. By then. Okay, so that is going to miss. So the first one's going to miss, and here's the second one. Second one's going to miss! Yes! But I, I, I wasted my first roll against that, that 13, though, because you didn't tell me. I just wasted it. Well, that's on, on purpose. Obviously, that's how the, the power works. Right. Yes. Thank God for this new armor. Just saying. So this is the last round here. You guys don't know that, but yeah, uh, Tatiana. So this thing is going to swing wildly, and it's just gonna it's gonna swing in the spaces around you, like it's it's trying to desperately hit you, and it's just it's just failing all over the place. Awesome. Um, Tatiana's gonna try to hit it again. Alright, let's do this. That'll hit! Six damage to the Kakor. Anything else? I think... uh, I'm trying to decide if she wants to disengage or not. I don't think you can. I have cunning action. Rogue oh, stuff. Oh, rogue! What up? Nice. <laughs> um, I think she probably would, because Braylon left. <laughs> right. So she doesn't want to face this thing alone. So I think she'd probably try to attack and then disengage. I wouldn't leave you alone. I'm just gonna I'm looking for something to throw at it. <laughs> no, I know you're. You're behind <laughs> me. I don't chair. see you. <laughs> 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 Honestly, like. Ten minutes ago, I was thinking, or like when I ended my turn, I was like, I'm going to throw one of those fucking chairs. So she's just going to... Going to back off? Yeah. All right. Braylon, your turn. The dagger is too far. So I will grab a chair. <laughs> I will try to throw it at this yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Do you have proficiency with chair? Uh, this is called an improvised attack, Jason. Yes. <laughs> and you know me, master of improv. So let's yeah. do it. Yeah, he took all those classes, the groundlings. So. What 
attack would that be in my work in my little workbook here? That is an interesting question. We haven't done <laughs> this before in five E. It's got like a base stat. It's not very it's not very strong, but Right. Let's see. I think it might be an unarmed attack, and I don't know what the damage would be. Probably like maybe a D six or something. I'm looking like in the weapons section it says see weapons for improvised attack. I'm like, this is worse than the public library back in the day, man. <laughs> we don't even have unarmed attack here on the... Uh... Okay. Found it. So it's 1d4 damage if it hits. God damn it. <laughs> okay. But it's based off my decks, yeah? I don't feel like that's right. Yeah, it's based up. Yeah, it's based off your decks. The the one d four, like you're okay. I feel like that should come with like if you're whipping a jar at the thing. Yeah, one d four sounds right. But this is a chair. I'm gonna say one d six. I'm gonna make yeah. a ruling. So, I mean, think about wrestling, right? Still chairs. That's like one right. six to the cranium. <laughs> this is wood, but yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. So, I guess that would be the the throwing dagger again. No, I'm not proficient with it, so it'd just be plus three then. Yeah. Okay. Not proficient with chair. <laughs> How do you add three? What's the what's the adjustment? Oh, uh, modifier at the bottom. What do just I press to, to make it plus? You just type it in. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you could also roll up with your mouse wheel. Oh, and if I just throw the dice, it's going to do it right now. Yes. <gasps> oh, what? Well, that's a ten. That is going to miss no matter what. So oh. you're going to whip a chair at this thing, and it is going... <laughs> It's going to go wide. This is like probably to Tatiana. This looks great. Like, I threw the dagger, I missed, and I throw a chair, and I miss. But Brandon's just going to, like, after the, the chair goes wide, he's just going to go, oh, fuck. I'm so happy you threw a chair. That is the best. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's Anything the, uh, else? No, that's the end of my, um, yeah, that's the end of my turn, because I'll keep the other bardic inspiration in case it tries to hit me or her again. Okay. So while this while this chair is airborne, the Kaklor is going to run toward toward Tatiana and try and perform a shoulder charge. And miss. It is going to totally miss. Nice. And let's see here. It is rolling low. That is amazing. By this point, the party's going to arrive. I would like everybody, let's get you on the initiative tracker. And let's have you roll initiative. Oh, beautiful. So arriving, let's get you into the building here. There, everybody can see? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, boom. Arriving, you're going to... The, the, this thing is obviously monstrous and not human, and definitely trying to hurt both Braylon and... uh, Well, Braylon, you're not going to see Tatiana. No, they, they can. They can? Yeah, because oh, she, cause she no, made the attack the first time she came out of the she came out of the shadows. Oh, never mind oh, then. Um, which is great, because I was worried about needed, he, needing healing if <laughs> nobody could see me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Calden, what would you do? Calden's going to come in here getting pulled along by Larg. Um, and as they rush in the room, he's going to see this thing like the smashed up bar and, and like Braylon, he's going to like whip around and see Braylon on the table and Tatiana, like right in front of this thing. And he, there's going to be like that, a heartbeat, you know, like do do. And he's just going to like get that flashback of the, of Braylon and him on the boat and like demons, these like hideous, dark, 
horrible things and it's gonna like do do and uh like cut into his eyes and he's gonna see it and just like go all out like as soon as he sees this thing um i'm gonna spend two sorcery points to do a quicken spell on my ray of frost and then i'm also going to fire some magic missiles at this thing at uh at level two good lord so oh no all my spells went away all right there we go okay so okay so the ray of frost is gonna go wide okay and then magic missiles is an automatic hit um and i'm doing it at second level so there'll be four missiles that come out that's not right (laughs) one sec here we go okay so 10 15 so that that should be 15 damage yes in total and so he like points his finger and this like this ray uh of ice comes shooting out from his working arm and as it does these like icicles form up and like twirl around and they begin to spin around this ray and even though the ray goes wide and it creates this sort of like ice cannon almost and the ray just sort of like flies off wide but all of these icicles hit the chitinous uh stuff of this creature oh yeah that's gonna that's gonna hit him firmly in the chest just boom 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 over and over again the back of this bar is going to freeze just a bit as the ray of frost goes a little wide but yeah, the, the Klakor has definitely been hit. Anything else? He'll just move into this room a little ways, and that's my turn. Larg, your turn. All right, so Larg is going to basically come skidding into the room, let go of Kaladin's cloak, um, and pull up his shield and warhammer and go charging directly at this thing. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go right here, and he's going to hit it. And he's not going to hit it. That's Sadly, that's going to miss. All right. But what he's going to do then is he's basically going to position his shield so that Tatiana is more behind it than he is. And he's going to uh, just hold his ground. All right. Speaking of Tatiana. That's me. She is going to uh, attack again. And she's not going to usually she would probably say something to the party, but she is real scared. So she's just gonna keep keep hitting till till it dies, hopefully. That is gonna hit. You are having a fantastic evening. I am. It's this armor, man. It must be lucky. Oh well. Maybe not with damage, but with with <laughs> hitting, definitely. That's another five damage. Anything else? That unfortunately is my turn. Braylon. Okay. Uh, seeing the party get all all up in the combat, he's like, "Okay, it's it's safe to jump down now." Uh, he's gonna let out a little scream, like, "Ah!" Like whatever Rocket Raccoon sounds like screaming, that's what Braylon sounds like. He's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna hop off the table and go one, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, right around here, and I'm gonna use my rapier. <sighs> oh please, no! That's gonna miss. <laughs> I just come at it, yeah, and then like I try poking and it just kind of like bends the thing a little. Wow. Uh, that's the end of my turn Elena okay so you know she runs in with everybody and sees this thing and it's you know something she's never ever seen before but you know she knows that she has to jump in and help 
So she's going to run around the right of it and end up here on the right side of it. She is going to try and slash at it with her longsword. And if it hits, I'll tell you another thing I'm doing. Okay. See if this hits. That is going to miss. Oh, do I have an I have advantage? That's though. true. You do. Swing again. Okay. Ooh. That is exactly the same. Uh, okay. Elena <laughs> is going to look pretty dejected, and she's going to end her turn. Callie. What would Callie be thinking looking at this thing? She'd be terrified because it's really, like, it's all bony, you said? Oh, yeah. It, like, it's... doesn't have any eyes. It's like this crazy monster thing. And that's not anything that she's ever encountered before. Like, usually it's like, oh, a bear or, you know, like, normal foresty things. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to reach out her hand and it's going to cast Moonbeam. So, like, this silvery beam is going to, like, center down on this creature. And it doesn't do anything right now, but it has to make a constitution saving throw when it starts its next turn, which is after me. So I think I have to target it, though. Hold on. And... Okay. Did that work? Yes, it succeeded on the saving throw. Great. Aww. Well, it has to do that every turn, so... Okay. But if it succeeds, it takes half damage, so... Okay. I can... If I just roll the damage die, it'll do it automatically, right? Maybe? Let's see. Yep. Automatically okay. did it, so... Yeah. Cool. All right. So, like, but... when... Sorry. Oh, I just no. wanted to explain it. So, like, when it starts its turn and it makes its constitution saving throw, mm-hmm. whether, like, even if it succeeds, it gets damage or whatever. So, like, these, uh, like, silvery flames, like, engulf it and, like, burn it. This thing Pretty is cool. in pain, you could tell. It is not enjoying this. Hmm. It is going to target Tatiana, and it's going to try to make two attacks. Uh, it has disadvantage on those attacks because oh, I am right. going to use my protection on her. Okay, let's do this. Good lord, it rolled a crit miss again, but <laughs> there's no need to jump on... Wait! There is a need to jump on the fumble table. Hold on a second. It rolled a three on that. This this thing is not not doing well against you guys. <laughs> oh, it gets disadvantage. So. <laughs> and uh-huh. one more. Another crit one. What? What? I'm telling you, this armor's magical. <laughs> you just got the best armor in the game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Automatically dismissed. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Let's call Lark. Leather plus one OP. So, uh, yeah, it is going to drastically miss twice, and that'll end its turn. Normally it would hit an ally, but there are no allies, so yeah. Uh, Calden, your turn. Calden is going to see that his, like, this bolt mist and that these guys are are sort of like hacking up on it and he's just going to raise his arm and like frost is going to 
sort of like cover his hand, but at the same time, it is also going to cover this creature as well, just sort of like along its chitin plates and stuff. And did it save? It looks like it saved. It saved, yeah. Okay, so this frost will will come up on it, but just sort of like melt away and Calden will like shake his hand off, shake the frost off, and that'll end his turn. So this thing keeps shaking off like the spell effects that you're you're trying to put on it. Like it is, it's pretty damn tough. Larg, your turn. All right, cool. Uh, so yeah, Larg is going to hold his hammer up in the air, and it's going to glow with a white light, and that light is going to move to Elena and to Tatiana and to Braylon. And they are now blessed, which means all of their attacks and saving throws can add an extra 1d4 for the next long while. So Nice. So we can target people here. Well, that is handy. Do you say any words? Are there any, like, bless, like a prayer or anything? Yes, he does. But his, it's muffled because of his helmet. <laughs> 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 it's like a, it's like a bad broken drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> and God's like, what? <laughs> I think it's bless. Yeah, sure, whatever. I, I gotta like go with bless. Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said a number four. A number four. <laughs> D four. What? <laughs> and oh if God. there's no time to attack after that, he'll uh, he'll he'll just resume his defensive position. Okay. Tatiana, your turn. All right. Let's keep keep on keeping on. She's going to attack again. That's going to miss. Darn it! <laughs> First time. <laughs> okay, that will end her turn. All right, Braylon, your turn. So you guys have this thing surrounded, right? You are you are just clubbing and bashing, throwing chairs at it and shit. Feeling the new blessing, Braylon's going to be like, whoa! He's going to like mess around with the rapier and try and stab him again. Like, fling, fling around like someone who thinks they're a pirate, but they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and let's go. 23 will hit. Okay, cool. Ooh, that is 10 damage with the rapier. Uh, that's it. He'll just, like, finish the attack. <laughs> and then the, he'll realize he actually hit it. He's like, Ugh! and, like, pull it out. Really quick. Yeah, this thing's like going to let loose another scream. Like, you are, you're hurting it bad. Elena, your turn. Okay, she will try and hit it again. That'll hit. Perfect. So I am going. Actually, mm, eh, eh, okay. Never mind. D- wait, never, never mind, mind the attack. No, no. no uh, never. Never mind. Never mind the thing after the attack. Yeah. Yes. Cap. I'm just gonna do damage. Eight damage. This thing does not look well. It uh, looked like it might be on its last legs. Anything else? No, that is it. Callie, your turn. Okay. I'm going to move a little bit further into this door. Just because I'm, like, in the doorway, and if other things come in, I don't want to be there. Well, that's just <laughs> paranoid thinking right there. Uh, okay. And then... <laughs> <laughs> so the moonbeam is not concentration I believe, so I can do something else and it'll still be there. I'm gonna throw some fire at it. How's that sound? <laughs> Literally just gonna throw fire. Hey, that'll hit! Yeah! It's not much, but... Guess what? Ah! 
This thing is going to burst into flames. It reacted violently to this fire. And it is going to collapse on the ground in front of the group and cease moving. I think Tatiana would double steps back and look towards the group. And she's just going to say, thanks, guys. I mean, Braylon and I had it covered, but thank you for stepping in. I appreciate the assistance. Are you guys okay? Braylon's yeah. going to look at the, at the chair that he just threw when he threw it in mist and look back at Calden. Uh, yeah, we're, we're okay. What was that? Well, I don't remember the name for it exactly, but there's been tales I heard when I was learning some stories and songs. It's like, a, I don't know, things that it can't see you and it can't hear you, but it knows when you move kind of deal. Can I make a religion check on what this is? Sure. That's pretty damn good. So there are, uh, there's a hierarchy to demons, and the Kaklor is uh, really, really, really low. Uh, barely a demon, honestly. Uh, foot soldier is a great name for it. And um, this, along with a host of other things, tend to be in areas where there's demonic activity. And when I say that, I mean that there is a demon strong enough to command them. That's not good news. Mm-hmm. So Larg is, is, um, is panting heavily, like he's really out of breath. He sort of uh, drops down to a knee and, and pulls his helmet off to try to get some air. And he's a, he's a half-orc. He's got kind of sweaty brown hair, kind of matted on his forehead. And he's kind of panting, trying to catch his breath. He says, this is, this is, a, this is a demon, but it's, it's, a, it's just a soldier. There's something bigger here. When uh, when Lark says demon, Brian's gonna look at Calden really quickly. Uh, Calden's gonna uh, Calden is gonna be looking out of this window here or whatever thing. He is looking to see if there are more of them. Did you just say demon? He'll nod and kind of and kind of sit back on the floor, just trying to catch his breath. Um, yeah. Alina's gonna look at Braylon and Calden and say. Wait, so all that stuff that you talked about before, that all actually happened? Brandon's going to drop his rapier and be like, yeah, what do you think these are? He's going to pull the scars up. These are not just for fun. These are real. Everything we've been saying is real. He's going to hop off the... Oh, no, I'm not on the table anymore. He's just going to like walk towards it like, we, we, we wouldn't lie to you. We wouldn't bring you guys along and, and lie. Like, okay, maybe we lied about like the loot and stuff, sure, but this... This is the real deal. It's going to be pointing at the at the carcass. I assume there's still some pieces left. Oh, yeah. Whole body just kind of charred. Yeah, he's going to continue. And these things, let me tell you, if he's saying these are small fries, he's right. Because the ones Calvin and I saw were, I don't know, four times as tall as this. Well, you know, everything's bigger than me. I'm small. Everything, everyone's taller. But they were big. Bigger than these. Where did you see more? Oh, it's a boat. It was like two years ago, long story. We saved the world. Don't worry about it. Braylon. Just kind of stare and squint. Braylon, you don't think the Black Hand sent these out before the Fang, do you? An assurance? Braylon's going to think about it for a second. And then it's going to hit him. Well, if that's true, that means they didn't trust them? She didn't think they were going to get the job done? Or do you think it's because they're chasing us? 
I don't know. I I don't know if these are what are the the things that have cleared this town out. I mean, from what we've seen, it looks like they had some kind of warning or or were able to to get away some 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 kind of notice before. You guys didn't find anybody? We were interrupted. We heard this. How do you know so much about what's happening here? I don't know if we have time to explain all of it, Larg. But I'll tell you this. We are looking for the bell. The bell that was here in this town, in in the temple. We're looking to get a hold of it before some other people of ill repute can get a hold of it. And we need to find that artifact or the person who has it. Do you know if this bell was taken or if this city was under attack, do you know where they would take something like like that? A safe house or somewhere to go? Would the temple have that kind of procedure? If Ellen's alive, then she has it. And Jason, would I know where, like, if there was some sort of evacuation procedure? Not for the entire city. Well, for um, the temple. Yeah, uh, there's like an in case of fire type of thing, obviously. Um, but normally people would uh, either go back to their homes and, and kind of batten down the hatches, or it's kind of an all hands on deck situation. It's like, let's put out this fire. There's never really been something that, I mean, orc attack uh, used to be a big thing before the walls and gates and stuff, but that, that hasn't been a thing in, in a long time. I will say this, the, the magical uh, feeling I told you about for Kelden, mm-hmm. that did not go away. Uh, as you guys were moving further into the town, you're gonna, you would have felt it a bit stronger. He's gonna look at Braylon and just say, I got a bad feeling about this. He's gonna tilt his head sideways. Well, that's not usually good. So there's a few different places you could visit in Donhurst. And uh, Larg would know about a lot of these. Now, there is a mine on the edge of town that has been something of note uh, in the last few months. Because there's a grouping of people who believe that there there's kind of buried treasure, essentially. Like uh, ancient forgotten ruins somewhere beneath Donhurst somewhere. And that's been something that uh, a small grouping of people have thought for years, but only in the last several months has anyone ever really thought to, to, to dig deep for it. There's, uh, there's also a castle that uh, is in the foothills high above Donhurst. And that's Castle Lararath. And I don't know how much Lark would want to fill the party in, but it is rumored. At this point, it's rumor. There's a countess that lives there in that castle that is a pretty damn old vampire. Stuff of real ghost story uh, type of thing. No one goes to that castle. No one from the castle has ever really visited anyone living in Donhurst. But it's one of those things where... If you listen on a clear night, there are some people that swear you can hear screams coming from those foothills. Mm. Kyle and I are vampire hunters. Whether <laughs> we like it or not. <laughs> I... <laughs> so uh, we, we have the jackets and everything. We do. We got the patches. They give you a patch. You gotta send it by Raven, though. They send their fastest Raven. It's a guy named Raven in a cart. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Braylon's gonna look to Lark and be like, look, if there's anybody here, we gotta know where they are. And this is your home turf. You would know. Uh, what's our best bet? Where would they go? So he'll kind of push himself to his feet and, and put his helmet back on and uh, just kind of think for a minute. He'll say, she knew where I was and she knew when I was coming back. So she might have left a note or, or some sign. I need to check. I need to check my quarters. Okay, great. He's going to clap his hand. Let's do that. A uh, little piece of advice. He's going to look at everybody. And he's going to look at Tatiana, especially for me and you. Nobody strays. He's going to have his hand like sideways, like open, like, okay, everyone okay with that? Sounds good. So, yeah, Largo will make his way out of the room. And he doesn't really walk around kind of the broken furniture. He just kind of walks through it. He doesn't really have, <laughs> have time. <laughs> Brandon just watches oh. him walk through the furniture. He just nods. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> hey, Jason. Yes. Did that demon thing uh, leave behind a weapon at all? Its body is kind of a weapon. Oh, okay. It's Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> I was trying. It's okay. Uh, he's gonna look at the messes, like the the the, car- the carcass and like the kind of smoldering bits, and he's gonna remember when he grabbed the hydra's eye or tried to, or he tried to grab that squishy eye and didn't work. And he's just gonna shake his head, like, no, no, not not again. this is kind of a long shot but could can i like maybe go over to it and just sort of like i want to sort of see if i can key into this magic signal you know like Hmm. at all if if it's something that maybe calden has felt before or um is uh might give a clue to uh to, I don't know, maybe it's summoning or something? I'll... Because you've already gotten a couple of pings, I'll let you do that, but two conditions. One, you gotta touch it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Two, this could cause Calden some pain. Yeah, so Calden will go over to this like smoldering mass um and just like look down on it and and put his uh he'll put his fleshy arm mm-hmm. on it and just sort of like reach out and see if he can using uh you know the the inert magic in, in him if he can feel what this is and this would be unexplained to the party you're just gonna walk up to it and it's like okay let's do this uh yeah Okay. God damn it, Calden. <laughs> Do me a favor. Give me an Arcana check. Well, here's what's going to happen. Oh, good. Calden's going to get a few flashes. One, he's going to flash to this, uh, this, this demon that you guys just got done fighting, but just... <laughs> there is more than one of them. This is a split second, just kind of a image in... in Calden's head, but it looks to be 20, maybe 30 of them, something like that. All just encased in darkness, though. Then, Calden's going to get another vision. Something hovering above them, um, kind of 
non-corporeal looking, just again, a split second, a flash, hovering above them with its hand outstretched. Then another flash of the Bell of Vecna. And you're going to get this feeling that whatever happened radiated outward almost from the center of town. You were unbelievably close to where where this went down, whatever happened. It is also going to cause you a tremendous amount of pain. Uh, six hit points, to be precise. So this is going to be like a very, like a, like a migraine, like a really sharp headache. Owie, ow, 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 ow. What would you relay to the rest of the party? So you see Calden and he like touches this thing and uh, you just sort of like see him staring into the middle distance for for like a split second. And then he like recoils back and like grabs his head like he's in a lot of like he's got some pain. And he's like, I saw it. I saw the bell. I don't know where it is, but I saw it. And I think I saw the thing that's controlling these things, but it wasn't clear. Whatever it was, it came from the center of town. That's that's where I think this erupted or was conjured. I'm not sure. Perhaps it's worth looking at. After, of course, Lard, we visit your... Uh, your chambers. So, Larg would have been pretty much halfway out the door when uh, Calton did this, but he would have stopped and turned around and uh, to listen to him. Um, and then at that point, he just sort of shakes his head and he goes, no, we'll go there first. And then he, he basically changes direction and starts going to the center of town instead. Braylon's gonna run over to Calton Sing a little song for him. Give him some healing words. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's sing. only six hit points. Well, I know that's probably like one third of your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to sing You Are the Wind Beneath My Wings. Very softly. Oh. Uh, and cast healing words. So go ahead. Oh, do I roll or does he roll it? You roll it, I believe. Okay. I can't target him, but let's see what I can do Yeah. Healing word. How do? Oh, right there. How do? How do word? Five. Five. Five hit points. That's almost the whole headache. Almost. Almost, oh, yeah. Thanks. Sorry, couldn't couldn't do it all, buddy. Your word, like your song, like, goes through and, like, is very soothing, but there's still this, like, this, like, hum in his head. It's just, like, pressing his hand on it. But he's, he's like, thank you. Thank you, Braylon. And I swing the loot around my back again and say, let's catch up with the big guy. If Calvin were to follow that feeling, there's a house in the center of town here. Uh, and it's it's kind of paired up with a bunch of other houses. It's pretty nondescript. But the door is closed. Uh, the shutters are open. And much like the other buildings in the city, it doesn't look like there's anyone inside. But that is where Calvin's vision would lead him. What would you guys like to do? Um, Lark, does this 
<laughs> I'm assuming he like went in the same direction we went because he just sort of like stomped off to the center of town. I'm <laughs> assuming you guys are all together. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> he just kept walking. He did just go right through that furniture, so maybe there is like a large holes through different walls, through buildings, <laughs> and yeah. walls. And, yeah. Uh, no, Calden will, will. I guess we're standing outside this thing and be like, uh, "Larg, is is there any significance to this house or this point in town at all?" Would he know anything about the person who lives here or this area? <laughs> Give me a flat D twenty, Lark. Not really, no. And just kind of, he'll be kind of looking at the door and just shake his head. I've never, I don't know who lives here. So he's going to give the door a swift kick and try to uh, break it down. Yeah, door's going to come open easy. Nothing about it reinforced, anything like that. Just going to pop right open. It's not going to look like there's anything on the other side here in terms of people. Now this, this, this... This is a pretty modest home. Um, and uh, it opens up into a small living area, and then there's like a kitchen, and there's a table sitting a little dining area type of thing. And there's a note sitting on that table. Beyond the table, there's a set of stairs leading up. It doesn't look like anybody packed anything, or, or all the furnishings still here. Uh, there's there's clothing and uh, food, but uh, other than that, yeah, there's not too much interesting in this little house. Hello. No answer. Brown's gonna comment to Callie. This guy's great. Like we didn't have to like check for traps or anything. This guy just literally kicked on the door. I love him. Calden will go and like look at the note. I'm going to send you a little something on Skype real quick. Ian. <gasps> oh, goody. Oh, I love this. No secrets are very nice. <laughs> Calden is going to look at this letter. This is so cool! And say that, Canon. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, Calden is going to look at this letter and just start reading it aloud. Uh, to the group. Father, I've made a terrible mistake. If I'm correct, then everything that has happened to this city is my fault. I only wanted to bring her back, but I fear that I have unleashed something beyond words. The bell. I thought it was the only way, the only thing I could do to save her. I fear that I incorrectly performed the ritual. I was a fool to treat that level of magic so trivially. Now we may all be doomed. I think I may have awakened something in the mind, something unspeakable. More people disappear every day. What was once a thriving city has become a ghost town, a living nightmare. I will explore the mine tomorrow morning when no one is looking. It will be my best hope of finding out if my suspicions are true. If I'm right, then there is a demon beneath Donhurst, something ancient and strong. I have no hope of stopping this by myself. I failed once while using the bell, but I know it's the key to stopping this. In my research, I stumbled across a counterspell. 
I'm not skilled enough to use it, but perhaps I can find someone who can within the mine. They can't all be dead. If you're reading this and there is still no one in the city, then run. Pry up the floorboards under my bed, take the bell, and flee from this cursed place. The city was furious when it meant missing from the church, and that hardly seems to matter now. Do not follow me into the mine. If I have not returned by now, then I'm not coming back. I love you. Mox. And he's going to look at Larg and say, Did you know this person? Mox? The name doesn't ring a bell, does it, Jason? Maybe just tangentially. Mox hung out at the temple a lot. Yeah. Kind of a impetuous kid, magic user, wanted to wanted to solve a lot of problems using magic and was uh, reared away from that type of thing. But it may only be like flashes. Like, I th- I've heard that name before. Like, like, if you have an animal, like a pet at home, and you're like, get off the counter, Mox, that type of thing. <laughs> that type of thing. Ellen told me that Mox likes shortcuts. He never did the work. She told me that he had the right questions and the wrong answers. If he took the bell, then this is so bad. And he's going to go, he looks at him and he says, the floorboards, right? And then he heads upstairs. I think Braylon and the everyone outside, will we be able to hear the reading of the note? I mean, are we, we're all inside it that we stay outside. I figure everybody's oh, yeah. just crowded around it. Okay. okay. Yeah, Calden, Calden read it for everyone. Okay. So then Braylon's going to look at everyone else who's the largest upstairs, but he's going to look at everybody else like, should we follow? Um, he, he, uh, he seems to know this person. He might... He might know the floorboards he's talking about. Yeah, let's go. Hmm. Well, someone should watch the door. And then Brandon's going to look to the door. And he's like, I'll, I'll make sure if I see anything, I'll, I'll call you guys. <sighs> so it sounds like you're ripping up these floorboards? Yeah, there's a lot of smashing going on. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so while Braylon's watching the door, you're just going to hear kind of a thumping, hammering, shattering upstairs. Um, <laughs> Elena's staying downstairs. Okay. Actually. Thank God, thank you. <laughs> I think I think Callie's gonna stay downstairs too. Like you don't need four people up there destroying stuff. <laughs> Calden is gonna take a a lighter hand approach and just sort of like <laughs> see if there's maybe like um uh like a squeaky floorboard or something that maybe sounds different <laughs> when he walks on it or something. <laughs> So the whole area under the bed is just hole, 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 and then <laughs> I'd say the two of you working together, you're gonna find uh, you're gonna find this pretty pretty quickly. Laying under the floorboards uh, under this bed is going to be a small handheld black bell. Do I know if it's okay to touch it? Everything you'd know about it, it has to be used in some sort of ritual. It's not 
Uh, it's not a it's not as simple as ringing the bell or you know if you drop it something bad's going to happen. But um, it was always a thing of be careful if you had to touch it, just because if it were to be destroyed, there's no replacing it. It is a priceless artifact. So he's going to sort of look at the others who are up there and um, kind of very slowly kneel down and pick it up. Next to the bell, by the way, there's uh, some scrolls and, and books and stuff, which, if you were to put two and two together, is probably the research that Mox was talking about in the note. And now Larg is holding the bell of Vecna. Colden will, will reach down and like pick up the, the research notes and stuff like that. Try and like look at them. I'm assuming it's like maybe instructions on how to like do this ritual or something, right? Yep, pretty much. It is some high-grade mojo. Like, it has to be performed precisely. Um, he's gonna look at Larg and say, Perhaps you should let me hang on to that. It'll be a really long pause. And kind of hold on to it. I'll come. It seems this thing is incredibly powerful. And the notes here are incredibly intricate. It is magic that is strong, old and ancient, and not something I myself even fully understand. I'll give it to you on one condition. As long as you have it, I don't leave your side. Until it's back at the temple and everything is normal. Calden will, uh, uh, like, just nod his head. Very, you know, like, not, like, giving him, like, not a breaking eye contact, like, giving him a serious nod. And then I'll hand it over. Calden will take the bell and put it securely. Uh, is there something, like, in the room he can, like, wrap it with? Like, maybe, I don't, like, a pillowcase or something? Just something so it's not, like, rattling around, basically. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, so he, like, reaches out with his hand uh, and, like, puts the bell on the bed and just, like, folds it with one hand and just to sort of, like, cover it and then puts it, like, carefully in in his pouch or something along with the research notes. And he looks at Larg and says, until it's safely back at the temple. Huh. I, I guess I'll enjoy the company. I think we all will. He, he just sort of turns his attention, I guess, and is like, we should, I think we should go to the cave. From the letter, the mine? The, the mine. Source, the source of these atrocities? It's not going to stop. How far away is it? And where does it lead? Have you been there before? Jason? <laughs> it's on the edge of the city. It's been one of those little landmarks that it's like, oh, that's the old abandoned mine. No one goes down there. And then again, recently, it's seen some uh, it's seen some pretty heavy activity. Uh, and since Larg's been gone, it's definitely seen some activity. 
Is it still just uh, Calden and Larg upstairs? Sounds like it so far. Okay. I just, I need, can I, I just really want to check the temple first before we go. Of course, yes. Uh, I should look these notes over and see if I can glean any other information. I think, I think we should discuss and figure out what our best plan of action is before going in there. But uh, of course, we can go, we can go to the temple. Uh, Larg, do you know who Mox was trying to bring back? The person from this letter, the person that they lost. Do you know anything about them? No. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something else. Another journal. I don't know. (sighs) There's a lot in this town I don't like. There's a lot going on here. I There's too much to uncover. And we have wolves at our back. Let's go down and meet with the others. Let's go to that temple. Okay. And Calden will go down. The other thing is he'll he'll take this letter as well that was left for this you know like the letter on the table. Mm-hmm. He'll take that and fold that up with the with the research, and come downstairs, and and look at the party and say, especially Braylon, be like, we found it, we found the bell. Mm-hmm. Well, from what it sounds like, it does crazier things than we imagined. It looks like it summons things, if done incorrectly maybe rips a portal this is definitely not the black hand this was some horrible accident and I don't know if it's going to stop so what do we do well I think the first thing that we do and he's going to look at Larg is we go to the temple right I just need to see. And, he, and he'll he'll look around at everybody else. And I'll say, you can all wait here if you want, or you can come with me. But uh, I don't think it'll be long. I just need to see. Brandon's going to jump in. No, 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 big guy. Come on. You're not going anywhere by yourself. You saw that thing. Right? Could be more. Yeah. Uh... So I'll get squished. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> We got we got pretty lucky. I mean, if I didn't throw that chair, who knows what would have happened? He's gonna have like a little smile on his face. He's gonna look at Tatiana. But we'll, we'll go with you. Uh, you don't seem like you don't seem like a murderer. Uh, you see my eye with me. We got your back. He'll nod and just say, "Okay, let's go." And I guess we're going to yep. All right. So you got the bell in tow, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking. Yeah, we've got the bell. In fact, I mean, Colin will take it out and, like, show it to everyone, too. Uh, just so that everyone can see it. It's, he, he, you know, he's not, like, hiding it or anything. He's, like, right. he, 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 like, holds it out. Well, I guess he, like, put, rolls it on the table and just sort of, like, shows everyone this, like, black bell. <sighs> 
It's going to take you a little bit of time, but getting back to that temple, I'm guessing Lark is full on investigation mode, checking things out, living quarters, like you said before. Yeah, the main places he wants to hit is just his own his own quarters, um, Ellen's, and then any other sort of senior um, clergy or anything like that. Well, it does look like this place had a lot of activity at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe people got really superstitious or just things got bad. Uh, and if you're going by the note that was left, uh, it, it's not really a shocker. Uh, you're going to find some journals... And uh, all of them are pretty much um, lockstep with each other in terms of uh, there's a lot of outrage when the bell goes missing. Uh, There's a full investigation. People are looking round the clock for this thing because not only is it a to people outside the temple, it's a big it's a big tourist trap. And it's this really neat thing. How, How dare someone steal it? You know, to the people in the temple, they understand the. uh, They understand the importance of the artifact. And if it were to fall in the wrong hands and it does the things that it it says it does, that could be very dangerous. Mm. Obviously, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Over time, that turns into just plain panic and fear. People start going missing. There are strange sightings in in town. The the town guard is trying to suppress outright riots and and uh, panic you know panic stricken you know masses that type of thing so they they try and put a cap on this more and more people start disappearing they lock people in the city to make sure that they can't get out it's not about get that that no one allowed uh, no one from the outside of the city is allowed in no one from inside of the city is allowed out now the curfew never used to work that way time goes on and Things just keep getting worse and worse until there's no one left, it looks like. Journal entries stop after a while. They were just gone. Is anyone watching the doors? Yeah, I think Braylon would start taking the semi-guard duty as best Hmm. he can. Okay. The only good thing to take away from this so far is that it doesn't look like there's evidence of foul play here. It doesn't look like any that there were signs of a struggle. It doesn't look like anyone was hurt in the temple. As a matter of fact, if you start thinking back, there's very little signs of any struggle or or no blood spatters, no no bodies, no no corpses, nothing. Which could either be a very good indication or a very bad indication. Uh, while we're in the temple, Cullen's going to try and, like, maybe look for an instruction manual <laughs> or, like, some, maybe some, like, uh, like text documents or something like that. Right. <laughs> well, the scroll specifically goes into a step-by-step if you were to sit and really read this. Yeah, he'll take a look at it. I, I, I don't think he has – I don't think he has the time to, like, deep delve deep into it now, but he, he'll, mm. he'll take it out and, like, take a look. Do me a favor, roll an arcana check for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not great, right? But you ever have something break in your house, and normally you'd call a repair person for this or send it off to someplace, but you're looking to save money, (laughs) and you kind of look at the project and go, I could rewire that outlet. You could, you could, you kind of go, yeah, I could. I could do that. I could, 
how hard could that be? Reading over these documents, there's enough information here that I don't want to speak for Calden, but there might be a tinge of that. Like, this makes sense to me. The words make sense. I've never performed anything like this, but I understand it. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Kind of like watching a YouTube instructional video type of thing. Yeah, 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 where it makes it look sort of doable. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, Calden will, like, look at this and just be, like, sort of, like, pondering over it. And this is, this is, like, the, is this the ritual to... Uh, this would be the counterspell to the undo counterspell. what was done. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, Braylon. Yes? Let me see something, actually. Oh, boy, I'm about to get snatched up. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so Braylon's going to hear a noise outside. And if Braylon were to take a look, he would see a figure lurching around the corner. The term monstrous is, uh, is used a lot in the game that we play. But that is the only word I can think to describe what is coming around the corner and moving toward the temple. It was a person at one point. It, it looks like it. it Maybe several people. Because it appears to be several beings stitched together. And it is shambling. Some of its skin falling off. Some of it, it is it is it is a crude mockery of what a person should be. And it is not alone. Several more of these things are going to come into view. And they are most definitely closing in on the temple. Hmm, interesting. Braylon's going to quietly cast invisibility on himself. <laughs> hey guys, I think that's a good time for us to stop for the evening. Uh, uh, really? We just started. We just started. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This oh, was this was work. so fucking good, though. It's a story to Warcraft 3. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that episode. Here at Dungeons & Randomness, we are supported by all of the lovely listeners over on Patreon. As you may know, Patreon has made a few changes lately that not a lot of people agree with that I'm not going to discuss here. But we did talk about it on our Twitter, where we posted the exact letter we sent to the folks over at Patreon, and we posted a rather long and ranty opinion piece on Patreon itself. So give both of those a look if you're interested in what we think. And for something a bit more fun, here's a clip from last month's Living in Theria on The Warforged. It was a very difficult thing to try and describe because 
having this 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 construct walking around mm-hmm. that is so far removed from humanity, like people, like right. as we know them, it's a very difficult thing to try to describe. So there was stuff that came up early on, like oh, they have oil and st-, like jokes. Right. There were more jokes than there were. Like eventually, I had yeah. to sit down and go, okay, what is joke and what is what is joke? It's like what is joke? What it's, is joke? The same thing happened with the wild end, <clears throat> where yeah, on Facebook I had to clarify the song because they were like, okay, but what is a wild end? Because you guys seem to like be all over the place. It's like. You gotta separate the jokes from the reality. We right. say that Kaluna like bleeds maple syrup. No, Kaluna bleeds blood because yeah. Kaluna is a hum it's like a person. Mm-hmm. Like they are very closely related to humanity. It's just like camouflage, essentially. Right. Whereas, like, yeah, we're gonna joke about the maple syrup thing. We're gonna be like, oh, how does Kaluna sweat? But Kaluna is a human-like humanoid creature yeah. at the end of the day. And it's it's so you know, haha, Ironhide's a Decepticon and the right. Transformers and all that stuff. But eventually you have to get down to the nitty-gritty of like picture picture basically a walking suit of armor mm-hmm. that there are certain things that need to be in place for the ritual to make the, the, the gems for eyes or things. So if you targeted the gems, both of those are busted, boom, right. no war forged. Do they uh, tend to have visors to protect those? No. Actually, a lot of the times, no, but although you can, they can wear armor, they can wear a helmet, I guess, like something like that if they wanted to. A helmet over their helmet, that's adorable. It'd have to be custom for the most part. It depends on how the Warforged are designed, because the originals were kind of larger and clunky. Someone should talk to the engineers in Onakal, because, um... Unira. Yeah, Yeah, someone should talk to their engineers, because visors really should have been, like, a number one priority. That's, like, the Death Star thing. Well, I... Why was there... Anyway... I don't think they cared, one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll make more eventually if that comes to that or whatever. Then there was never a chance for a Mark II. There was never a chance where it's like, okay, let's work on the second big batch of Warforged. It was an embarrassment to the city eventually. If you like what you just heard and want to learn more about the world of Theria or want your questions to be heard on this month's episode, which is all about the Rod of Wonder... Head on over to Patreon, help us out by donating, and ask your questions over on our special Patreon Discord server. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.